live from Runes Media Studios in Portland, Oregon. It's uh, Sports Talk with the Farmed. Live from Miamisburg Gardens, the Farmed. We have a special segment tonight on a special show, the Supersized Farmed Edition. Uh, this has got a couple uh, couple big uh, egos hitting the, the force this weekend and uh, a couple other ones here. We got the Muns and Farmed live on Sports Talk with the Farmed. Farm touches. Live from the garden, 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 garden. And the Muns. Hello. Munzee is calling us from Munzee Laylor Land in Mason, Ohio. Just around the corner from Kings Island. But I digress. It's all about football right now in this segment, guys. What do you think about this, uh, this last week? In the playoffs leading up to this, how we got here for the Super Bowl, uh, the Patriots and the Rams. What do you think about uh, last week's AFC Championship, uh, Farm? Yeah, you look at the AFC, the Patriots, Kansas City. I think that was the game we all kind of expected it would kind of come down to. Looked like they were probably the two best quarterbacks playing right now with teams around them. Kansas City had home foot advantage. It got really, really uh, down to the fact that Patrick Mahomes was just on the sideline way too much. Uh, Tom Brady uh, is one of the great executioners. The Belichick game plan takes away what you do best and then makes you play left-handed almost. And that's kind of the way it looked in that game. Now, I know the Muns was uh, keeping an eye on the NFC championship for us. What was your take on that and, and how the Rams uh, paved their way to the Super Bowl? Yeah, um, great question there. You know, um, the NFC was a very tight, competitive matchup between two teams that were really trying to show the NFC who were the true champions that were wanting to represent that conference. And... Some might say that there were a few questionable calls by the referees, but I think when it comes down to it, you can't just have one play that's going to make or break a game. I mean, there is four quarters, 60 minutes. You got to make sure that every play you're giving your best effort. And if something happens where you didn't give your best effort on one of those plays and you didn't make the catch, Unfortunately, your team did not advance. And it was it was really close. I think both of them were really, really close. And I'm not sure. If, I thought many times I was actually playing a video game because it was so close. It was one of those things where you have that button pressed. It keeps the game close artificially. But uh, nevertheless, uh, I think there was a couple um, Stephen Bochco um, botched calls. And, uh, you know, they're human. And I know normally here, the farm does not, con you know, usually, uh, you know, conversates 
about any kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, things like this. So, but they made their amends, and I think they're going to go forward, um, you know, and I think the Saints, they were a good team. Did that impact the the series at all? Farm touches? Yeah, like uh, I kind of captured Gruden's months. Um, you know, you hate to see a game come down and that be part of, you know, you take away a lot of individuals work pretty hard to get to that point. And to say that it came down to one call, it's hard to really say. Uh, a lot goes into these games, a lot of preparation. And, you know, and you got to look early on, the Saints had a chance up 13 nothing to put the Rams away for good, had the home field rocking. You Hell, it was loud. They couldn't hear nothing. But somehow the Rams were able to get back in that game. And you you, know, you can't take your foot off the gas, especially with, you know, the, the Super Bowl at stakes. And I, I just don't think that you can blame the referees. That it's an imperfect, you know, uh, game from that perspective. We're all just human. Well, and I it happens that... so fast. It's a bang-bang play. Well, you know, the gang bang, um, they're not going to make all the calls. And they were playing that game. But they were letting them play, which I'm okay with. Yeah, they they were letting them play and they were pushing and you know they were playing, but I think most importantly, and I think the Muns saw this too. We were talking about it briefly after the game, and if uh, the fact that like in the beginning of the game you could watch the Rams, they were disoriented by the sound, the loudness of the uh, the the dome there, and uh, I think the equipment manager Munzee he he made a couple adjustments. Um, looked like he put tape or uh, some kind of substance on the inside of his helmet to so he could hear the coach. Is that is is that what we were seeing? There's a good idea of that when it comes down to it. Um, I'm not 100% sure. However, um, the adjustments that they did make definitely helped them as the game went on. Um, I also wanted to kind of just add that if you were looking at those two teams in the regular season, those two teams were the top two teams, and I believe the L.A. Rams started off the season undefeated, I think, through the first nine or ten weeks. And so they had a pretty good stretch where they were showing that they were the best team that was going to be representing the NFC. So I think no matter what happens, you know, whether it was, you know, them making some adjustments by putting tape in the helmet to kind of assist, you know, golf there, the QB, um, or if it was something else, whatever happened, you know, I'm glad to see that people were willing to kind of, put in the effort to help that player so that way he can become more successful. Now, in closing, uh, the, this was, a, uh, of course, uh, part one of the super segment here, uh, episode seven, on uh, the sports talk with the farm. And, of course, we still got... The Muns live in Mason and the farm in Miamisburg Gardens. 
And in closing, I think that uh, the playoffs this year was a good gambit, and the NFL was able to uh, put a you know kind of a button on a kind of a tumultuous rocky season. But nevertheless, uh, after they got everything buttoned up, pretty good uh, playoffs there, uh, Farmed, right? Oh yeah, I mean, if you enjoy watching players playing at that high level, elite play, calling throughout playoffs. I was really going out there and getting it. I, I was uh, impressed with all the talent out there. I could say overall it's pretty good. And I just like to close and say what, what Muggs was saying there. Um, I think the Rams playing in, I believe it was week 11, the Rams playing at the uh, Superdome there once already in the season kind of helped them able to kind of, like you said, make those adjustments have been there once already. Now we're going to get uh, rejoin here momentarily, but uh... – we're taking a break here to let uh, the fans know we're going to join up in segment the second segment of our Super Bowl super segment here momentarily. Thanks, guys, for being on. Sports Thanks for having me. Thank you. With the farm. Welcome back to Sports Talk with the Farm. Part of our super segment this week here. The farm, he's in full motion. From Miamisburg Gardens, the Farm. From the Gardens, the Farm. Now you've got you're gonna hit us left and right here with some top stories, you and the Muns. This is the top story uh speed segment for Super Sunday. Yeah, I'd like to start off the top girly story. Um As a girly I know man. Not, it kinda of was, you know, a, a side product of the playoff, CJ Anderson getting picked up late in the season by the LA Rams, really being productive, over hundred yards in several games there down the stretch. And then Todd Gurley just being ineffective uh, at the Saints, just not able to seem to get his head straight, you know, didn't come up with some catches he could have made, just really unimpressive, seemed to be getting benches. He heard it, said he's ready to go, just had a bad game. It's the Super Bowl. Are the Rams willing to give him the 25, 30 touches he's maybe accustomed to getting or maybe should get? Or does C.J. CJ Anderson get in there and he gets 10 to 15, you know, this could turn around where C.J. Anderson becomes MVP of the game. If he gets, you know, two or three touches down the goal line or something, you know, this could be crazy. I just think it's a great story to watch and see, you know, who gets the touches and is Todd Gurley turn it around and be the Todd Gurley we all know him to be. Now, Munz, I know you were uh, talking uh, pretty big time about the uh, impact of the L.A. Rams uh, defensive line. And I believe that uh, your your kind of key to the game was really Nadama Kasu and what he can do for the Rams there on the defensive line, and to keep the keep the pressure on Brady and uh, perhaps maybe uh, give them an ability to shut him down and get you know a lead up there. 
Yeah, he's definitely a, a game changer. And um, him and a couple of the other members on the defensive staff there for the L.A. Rams can definitely make it difficult for Tom Brady and the offense. Um, some of these players that the Rams have on defense are just, they're going to make a huge difference in the game. And hopefully, if you are a Rams fan, you know, they will be able to make those stops when they need to. Now, if you look on the other side for the offense for the New England Patriots, you know, one of the things that they're going to have to do to slow those guys down, and Dominica uh, Sue and Sam Arnold, you know, a couple other guys, you know, they're going to have to make sure that they're running the ball either directly at them and forcing them to make tackles, or they're going to have to kind of do some screens yeah, that way it kind of keeps them on their heels. And you got a good point there, but I believe that, uh, you know, where you're looking at some of the other side stories of this matchup is really, you know, if you think about it, this, you know, the Julian Edelman, you know, what what makes him stand up tall when it comes to the playoffs, Farm? Well, just consistency in the, in the repertoire he has with Tom Brady, the kind of work they put in, and just experience. And I think the overall story has kind of been experience versus inexperience. I mean, Tom Brady and Belichick have been to more Super Bowls than just anybody in that time span. At this time in, in history, with the exposure and the coverage and the media, it's crazy. And the thing is, they're in there like almost every year, it seems like. If they're not, they're competing to go to the Super Bowl. And I just think that amount of experience at some point has got to be some kind of factor and be uh, some kind of advantage for the Patriots. But Edelman is one of those guys that can just go underneath, be tough, you know, run those quick uh, option routes underneath, get four or five, maybe turn it into 20. And uh, they're always going to rely on that. But I think the Rams are going to try to take away any deep plays they have, which I don't know if they have. They have a door set. No door set. Able to get downfield with his speed. But Gronk, a little older, can't really get downfield like he used to. I think they're trying to keep everything underneath for Tom Brady. I mean, if he gets rid of a quick, try to, you know, cover underneath and uh, hurry to the ball. Now, the farm, he's, uh, he's in Miamisburg Gardens. And... Uh, Nowhere near Dolphin Stadium. But I believe the Munns had a point where we were talking about how Tom Brady has more playoff wins himself, more than the other 27 teams, though, uh, Munzee? <laughs> yeah, that's a good stat. And, uh, I mean, if you just look at his career, you know, from start to present day, I mean, you have to say that, you know, he he's putting up big numbers every season and he's keeping his team in. You know, even if they have a slow start to the season, you always know that the New England Patriots are going to be in it you know, because they have Tom Brady. Well, that's, you know, their whole, I believe, you know, mantra, if you will, is to really kind of you got to be in it to win it. So they... They just go through the motions, and, and Farmton and I talked about that, how they just kind of 
not so much go through the motions as may be commonly said, but they go through it knowing the stages just like a good Boy Scout does when they're going through, you know, to Eagle Scout. They, they go the stages and they know, you know what I mean? And I think they stage it up. They, they know it's a long season. They got to make it to the playoffs. They got to get, uh, you know, at least a number one or number two seed, you know, to, to, to kind of make it in there. And they're always there at the AFC, AFC Championship. So, you know, if they're, if they're within a, a score or two, these guys aren't out uh, by any match. So going into our third segment, we're going to be talking about the matchup and the predictions coming up in the third segment of Episode 7 of Sports Talk with the Farm. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in the next segment. Sports Talk. Welcome back to the third segment of the super segment of Super Bowl segments of the Sports Talk with the Farm. We're back here with the guys. We got Farms. He's live from Miami's Bird Gardens. The Farm. In addition, we have a uh, often guest. Mr. Munns, he's everybody's favorite uh, space cadet uh, super uh, teacher. Uh, he lives in the super Munns <laughs> layer of the atmosphere. Uh, he's live from Mason, Ohio. Hey there. Munns the Lord. Yeah, so uh, this part of the segment of the super segment of Sports Talk with the farm. Yeah, uh, and so um, this is what it's about, guys. This is the, this is where the rubber meets the road, if you will. Um, so what I'm thinking about is what do the experts say? Um, and this is going to be a big matchup. I know the Munns, the farm, they've been following it big time. But I'm going to throw a couple statistic you know, bombs out there and see what you think, and we're going to go for it. So, according to Vegas, right now the line is New England down one and a half points, okay? They believe that New England is going to be a loser in this. Uh, here's some stats. New England is 9-3 and three, uh, in their past 12 playoff games. That's pretty crazy, huh? Um, Los Angeles... Four and all, four and zero in their past four games overall. Um, seven and one, New England's past eight games. What do you think about some of this, Munns? You think uh, this is uh, too much, too much RAM for this aging Patriots team? Well, those are some great stats that you. Presented, and I believe that both teams are capable of winning it 
And, uh, you know, I just think that, you know, when it comes down to it, it's one game. You know, everybody that is there on the field, you know, they get a chance to perform the way that they're supposed to. And whoever performs the best on that field and on that day, you know, will be the winner. You know, sometimes, you know, it's not always the best team that wins. But I think it's always the best team that performs that usually comes out winners. Well, I know the the farm has has talked about this in the past. They, you know, the fact that New England is is running the ball extremely well, but it doesn't mean, you know, that they're going to be able to beat, you know, this young Rams team. And this is something. You were pointing out this is the first visiting team to win a playoff game in Nolens during the Sean Payton Drew Brees era, and I believe that the farm has something to say about that. Yeah, the Rams come in this game pretty, you know, road proven. So, you know, the neutral side as beautiful appears to be, even though if you're uh, Tom Brady, it seems like uh, there's not a road game for you. Kind of, you know, have the uh, experts on your side. But here's the truth of the matter the Rams come into this game as an underdog, in my opinion, just because of lack of experience, talent on their side. They are road-proven. I think the Super Bowl really comes down to matchups, small matchups, big matchups. It all comes down to is it McVay, the young guy, or is it Belichick carrying on his tenure or is there a change of power? And I'm just really interested to see Brady golf. Great matchups in this game. Now, it's crazy. The Rams, they pretty much all year have been committed to running the football. Um but in his last four games, they've averaged an, an averaged 193 plus yards per game in the last four. Um, and that in that same amount, um, the games were like were rushed for fewer than the hundred yards. And what do you think about that dynamic difference, Munzee? Is it is it uh, that second back they brought in for Gurley men? Yeah, I mean, that that is a huge stat that everybody has to kind of look at. But the New England Patriots defense has actually been playing much stronger as of late. And, I mean, they didn't give up a lot of yards to the last couple rushers in the postseason games that they played. And I think that it just all comes down to you know, who is going to be able to step up and make those plays? And uh, in regards to C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley, yeah, I think they're going to have uh, an impact on the game, but I don't see the L.A. Rams rushing 190 or close to 200 yards. Uh, that's just not Bill Belichick's way of allowing another team to defeat them. If anything, it's going to be passing, and I think that if the Rams' offense can pass, then that's how they're going to exploit the New England defense. But as far as rushing, now the New England Patriots' defense is going to just block those guys and lock them up 
And I think the Munns is on something farm there. I'm sorry, not on something, on to something. He could be on something, too. Uh, but most likely he's on to something. But uh, what it was is the Patriots have been kind of locked in when it matters most. Do you know what I mean? Uh, they, uh, they destroyed the Chargers. What was it, 41 to 28 in the divisional round? And it, and it wasn't even nearly that close as the, that score showed. Um, and then they put, the, you know, they knocked off on the road the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. I mean, I think they're playing some of the best ball they've played all year long, right, Munzee? Right, right Farmed? Correct. The Patriots do this every year. They start off maybe a bit slow, but they start a bit fast, but they know their roster. By the time they come down to the end of the year, the Super Bowl, they're playing the best their team can play. You give Belichick and his staff, you know, weeks to prepare for one specific team for the Super Bowl, and it's just it's just a tough matchup. The only way I think the Patriots lose this is if Donald and Sue have their say in the, in the center of that offensive line for the Patriots has been strong all year, and somehow they're able to get pressure up the middle. Somehow they're able to send a blitz up the middle. I don't even think it's worried about Ed Rutgers because you can't get to Brady that fast. If they can get pressure up in front, I think they can, you know, maybe cause some chaos. That's the only way the Giants were able to beat him in their Super Bowl and also the Eagles. That's how you got to get pressure on Brady. Well, you know, it all comes down to this, too, so... With that being said, this is where we're getting to the magic moment here, guys. Um, comes down to the picks. So we got the Mojo pick, we got the Munzee pick, and the Farmed, of course, because in the land of the Farmed, you have Sports Talk with the Farmed. And it's time for the Sports Talk with the Farmed prediction. First annual prediction of the Super... Super Farm Tosh's land. Sports Talk with the farm. We're going to go uh, live to Mason and find out uh, where the Mun stands. Thumbs up, thumbs thumbs down, thumbs sideways here. What's your prediction, Munzee? Well, if you're, if you're doing the thumbs up and thumbs down and you know, thumbs to the side, you know, hopefully you're uh, doing it in the right direction uh, towards the uh, the lovely ladies. But um, in regards to predictions, um, I think one of the big things is, is uh, the receiver, Julian Edelman, uh, who we have spoken about before. He is actually going to add to his career stats of postseason catches just behind Jerry Rice and propel the New England Patriots to victory in Super Bowl victory 53. So the Munsey's going all in here. I like where your head's at. So it's a pretty big, bold statement. The Pats win another one. He's got to have to add an extra finger or start to go to another hand for all the rings. My pick, I think... Matt, I wanted to add to that also... Um, by having a victory here tomorrow at Super Bowl 53, that will actually tie the Pittsburgh 
Steelers with six Super Bowls since the NFL was created. Again, I like where your head's at. It's going to come down to uh, the mojo pick now. I think both teams are going to be in it to win it. I think everybody's going to show up and get their their A game. Nobody comes more business-like than Brady. I think that uh, the young guns that uh, the Rams have, I think it's going to be a, you know it's going to be a tough one. And uh, you know, it's kind of a a Teflon deal, but I think they've got a good enough defense. I think that uh, they bring a lot on you know explosive nature. It is at a neutral spot, such as Atlanta, so there's no effects. I think if if this was in like New England at this time of the year, and the Rams were going to New England and playing uh, at Gillette, you know, I I'd say this is Pat's all day long, but I think I think the the Rams are gonna squeak it out there and uh, win 24-20, uh, uh, scoring late and. Um, just not giving the ball back to Brady. So I'm, I'm calling the Rams. Uh, that's a great pick there, Mo. I love it. I can see that. You, like I said, you got all the talent in the world there with the Rams. Um, the young guns, you got Sean McVay on the sideline. I mean, he's the coaching of the future. Um, got good backs, good receivers. Things are well balanced. Got, you know, nice. Uh, you got, uh, Khalif Khalif on the outside. You got um, the kid from Kansas City coming in to help him out, Peters, this year. Um, I think they're strong on the corner. I don't think they get the respect they get. I'm looking at Patriots receivers and wondering, who's stretching the ball down the field? I don't see it. and I just, But I also don't think the Patriots don't know that already and they're not going to give those corners a chance to have to make an impact on this game. Patriots keep the ball on the ground with Sonny Michelle now, Rex Burkhead, one of the better offensive lines Tom Brady probably ever had. Uh, they get done on the ground. I think they really turn this into a mauling. He gets out of hand where Belichick and them just out-scheme them. It's close, but it's not close. 35-29, doing the Patriots walk away with their six. So there you guys have it. Uh, what a great segment. This uh, first year, uh, this first season uh, for the super, super farmed episode, uh, extravaganza, live from Miamisburg Gardens. And tonight's guest was Mr. Munns. We also thank him as well. Thanks for uh, showing up, guys. And uh, appreciate it. The great effort there. And, of course, you guys will be watching tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah, I'll be in on the early coverage. You can guarantee that. Nice. So we'll be looking forward to uh, some of that coverage there, and uh, we will uh, be talking to you guys soon and uh, have a good game, and and we'll see you next time on Sports Talk. With the Fart. Live. From Miamisburg Garden. The Fart. Thanks, Fart. Thanks for having me, Mo. Thanks, Monzi. Monzi?